Blog Talk Radio. Somewhere that their periods attract bears. The bears can smell the menstruation. Well, that's just great. You hear that, Ed? Bears. <laughs> now you're putting the whole station in jeopardy. Urban Jungles Radio, Urban Jungles Radio. <laughs> urban Jungles Radio, Urban Jungles Radio. What is that from? Uh, it's the world famous. Urban Jungle Radio. With your host, Danny Mendez and Andy V. Andy V. Urban Jungle Radio. Urban Jungle Radio. Urban Jungle Radio. I'm 
Jungle junkies and new listeners worldwide. It's time for the world famous Urban Jungles Radio. The Urban Jungles Radio Show. With your host, Danny Mendez, the Beast Master, and Andy V. Prepare to enter a new stream of consciousness, higher level of awareness, and an overabundance of awesomeness. Streaming live at the speed of light from the worldwide interwebs. Straight to your brain's core. It's the world famous Urban Jungles Radio. Welcome to the Urban Jungles Radio Show. In case you don't recognize my bronchial. Very basic. Very basic. There you go. My name is Danny and I'm here to serve you this evening, Jungle Junkies. Mm. I'm here with my wingman, Andy V, on the couch of awesomeness. Oh yeah, baby. Kick it back. Oh yeah. <laughs> Baron, what are you going to do with $250 worth of pudding? <laughs> anyway, you're all welcome to that one, ladies. And that's right, I am Danny Mendez. And... With me is Andy V, and we have returned to the air, although it sounds like we probably shouldn't at this point. But who are we to ever follow the rules, right? Whatever, man. Whatever. That's right. So welcome. Welcome back to Urban Jungles Radio. It's been a while, man. I miss you guys. Um, I'm glad to return back to our throne. I felt like a king without a crown, Andy. Very apropos song. That's the song. That's the song. Understandable. I do apologize in advance because there's going to be a lot of gasping, coughing, and wheezing for this show. Mm -hmm. But... You're just going to have to deal for the moment because I'm not going to leave you 
any longer my jungle junkies. I had to have you this evening. Anyway. You sound a whole hell of a lot better than you had the last couple of days. So that's that's a positive, man. You were on sound like death's door the last couple of days. You know, it's crazy. I don't usually get sick. So of course, if I'm going to get sick, it's going to be in the middle of the summer. Yeah. And it's going to be like being within inches of my life. <laughs> because yeah. um, That's pretty much the rundown. But it's all good. It's all good because it is what it is. And and uh, I apologize to our jungle junkies and, of course, all of our, our avid listeners, and even more so to our haters for not being around um, the last couple of weeks. It's definitely been a, a rough few weeks for various reasons. <laughs> um, we, you hear that, haters? Just Come on. It, it's, it's open season it's, now. Let's it's, go. It's, it's, got, it's all good. Um, but for the record... Uh, Urban Jungles Radio is, is still here. We're still here. To, we're not going anywhere. Yeah, we're not going anywhere. Um, you know, we might take a couple of weeks off here and there. I've got to get some life shit straightened out. Life happens, man. Life does happen. Life happens. It it's does. almost like that Nike slogan. You see, and here's the thing is that a lot of people don't understand. It. It's really, really tough. And, and I'm only going to tell you guys this because I, I love you all and I love you, Andy. And I'm going to tell you, it's, it's really tough to be in a situation where your life gets affected and your life basically changes and becomes something completely different that you don't know. That's always a tough situation, but mm. it's even harder for it to happen when you are a uh, publicity whore like myself mm. and like being in the line. Like Andy, Andy just gave me the only like, like fucking grandma. Mm-hmm. Oh like I told you so fucking I'm like, my intimacy, yeah. <laughs> Oh my God. That was, that was brutal, dude. That was brutal. Uh-huh. You go, honey. You tell me. You go ahead and you tell me. You got, you say what's on your mind, baby. Um, oh, good. Good. Oh boy, he's damn good. <laughs> chocolate. Give it up. So, so yeah, you know, it does suck. And unfortunately, I, I, as much as you may think the Beastmaster's life is, is a wonderful walk in the park, which it probably is for, for some people. people. Some people. Yeah. Um, shit does befall one. Mm-hmm. And when it does, I try not to let it leak into my Urban Jungles radio life. But apparently it does happen, unfortunately. And there's times when very, very rare few times that I can't come through on a show because of things where it's illnesses or life falling apart. Mm -hmm. But keep in mind that um, those are very few and far in between points in life. And you have my vow that no matter what, I will always be here for the Jungle Junkies because you guys are always there for me. I have to say say thank you guys very much because obviously many of you who are close to us and follow us know that something has been amiss. And uh, I've just gotten a really amazing outpouring of support from all of our jungle junkies. <coughs> Excuse me. And that's what I want to say. You know, life happens. Sometimes it's uh, it's beyond our control. And no matter what we try to do, the universe says, "No, this is the path you're going down." And um, you know, I said it to you in private, and I say it to you right now in the air. Anything you need, anytime you need it, you know where I am. I'll be there for you. I love you, brother. Right. You know, I, you you've shown me some fantastic things in the five years that we've been doing this. And I don't want it to end. I really don't want it to end. And it, it won't end, but sometimes life happens. And uh, I'm going to do my damnedest to make sure that life continues to happen for you. Well, thank you, man. I appreciate that. I appreciate that very much. And it, it does. Life happens, but we will be fine because we have Jungle Junkies. We have each other. Yes. We have the passions that drive us to move forward in life, and we'll continue to do so. So just put a, you know put up with the bumps along the way. It'll make for a fun ride. Yep. And, at the end, I promise we're still going to be on point. So, uh, good stuff. Good stuff to move Good forward. stuff, my friend. Good stuff. Thank you, guys. Thank you all. I appreciate it. You all know who you are.
I know you are, you're a dusty phone. Urban Jungle Radio, Danny Mendes. I used to listen to Urban Jungle Radio. Urban Jungle Radio, the Beast Master, the Beast Master, the Beast our show this evening is dedicated to the hard of hearing, which we've just created amongst the various... <laughs> Sponsored by Miracle Ear. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, Miracle Whip? I mean, I'm half deaf as it is, and I think it blew up my relaxed ear, man. It's been a while since I've been at the controls, man. You know, and, and I can't uh, I, I can't find my way around all the buttons. That's okay. The, the buttons. Button. The buttons. The buttons. In the kitchen. The buttons in the kitchen. Hey, speaking of kittens, Andy. Yes, sir. Um, have you noticed our new studio mascot here this evening? <laughs> have I noticed him? I am so in love with your with the new studio mascot, and he is on the other side of the room, I believe. Oh, he, yeah, he's wandering. Yeah, he's wandering around. I I came into the studio. And I've been cuddling with him for the last I don't know forty five minutes. Okay, I don't usually squeeze, but oh my there, God, you were squeezing so much. There's a little baby's going. There's a little baby's going. He's a little cute little baby. He runs around. Yeah. Like, why? Why do I sound like? Why you? I sound like or, I sound like Ori Martin all of a sudden. <laughs> I think it's a baby cute skunk. <laughs> I reckon you're really cute and everything. Um, Sounds like you're an internet rumor. <laughs> no, he's he's really cute. And um, anyway, so so yeah, so there's a baby skunk running around here. Um, our fish, our first official. UJR mascot. Our mascot. The <laughs> yeah. uh, perfect post-divorce pet. Anyway, <laughs> we're going to keep on this evening. We, uh, we're going to revisit a topic which almost without fail tends to stir lots of emotions, but unfortunately not enough action, I think, Andy, at least in my opinion. Um, earlier this year at the Texas Rattlesnake Festival, we once again raised uh, the bar mm-hmm. and more than a few eyebrows. When we sat down to speak with um, <laughs> with Jackie Bibby um, about his view on uh, on current uh, state of rattlesnake roundups in Texas, and surprisingly, he had some positive things in my opinion to say. So uh, tonight, I want to revisit that conversation and see what changes, if any, have taken place with Jackie. Um, and uh, then from there, we're going to catch up with Bonnie Hyatt. Um, I don't know if Don is going to join us, but Bonnie and Don, yay, the co-founders of the uh, Texas Rattlesnake Festival, they will be checking in with us to give us an update on what's happening at the festival and all the goodness that we can expect. And we're going to be joined shortly by um, the one and only. Actually, no, let's, let's bring him on because he's here. Yeah, might as well. Might as well just get, get rolling with it. Um, so I guess our first guest technically this evening is, is a friend of the show. And uh, despite being a cowboy, he's a good friend of ours as well, I would like to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, he's, not, he's not a Dallas cowboy. He's, you know, a New Mexican cowboy. So he's yeah. like a legit cowboy. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Kelly Hill joins us from New Mexico tonight um, because uh, much as that fateful day in Texas, Mr. Hill was present um, and really helps facilitate the conversation um, with Jackie. He, he's been key in this whole. He was the. Uh, he is the catalyst yes. for bringing Jackie to us, and you know, starting that dialogue that how many of us have been talking about for 
eons, it seems like, trying to, you know, save the rattlesnakes and do the right thing by the rattlesnakes and, you know, change the mind of the people who don't see it the way we see it. And, um, you know, Jackie Bibby is the mouthpiece for lack of a better term, for... Poster boy. He is the... Po- there you go. He is the poster, the poster boy, boy for the uh, the roundups. Now, I'm sure there are people within the roundups that don't necessarily agree with Jackie on either side of the fence, but uh, he's the one that was shown the most. He's the one who does the stunts with the rattlesnake. The man stepped up, you so, know, so uh, he stepped up to talk to us, and I think a lot of good came from it. Um it, the, the, a lot of the good come from it. Yes. Pop, contrary to the, I don't even want to say popular belief because it wasn't popular belief, but it was just popular to somewhat people believe. To somewhat really needy. Um, people who, people <laughs> people who weren't who there that were you know, using it through hearsay. Right, you right. Know? So people cast a shadow on it, and it's a shame because overall, I think the the entire thing was was pretty spectacular, and it is pretty freaking spectacular. And I will not let anybody take away from it. I don't care how I many times you've been bitten by a snake; nobody is going to take away from it. So, God damn it, let's bring on Kelly Hill and, and let's and, do that. And let's just, Mr. Hill, are you with us? Hey guys, how's it going? Hey, Sorry, I was supposed to like introduce you all proper, but I'm just jumping all over. I think that was a proper introduction. Yeah. I, I started to introduce him, like uh, keep it solely on Kelly, but then I jumped around and I got all angry. Well, we, we have to include the fact that he's the one who, you know, helped bring Bibby to us. So, Kelly, how are you, sexy mofo? How? How? What? I'm sorry. <laughs> I was you speaking, card, I was speaking Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's your well, how you doing, you sexy mofo? <laughs> I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? Good, man. Good. We're good, good. excited to, to catch up with Jackie again, and I want to thank you for joining us again, just just like old times. Mm-hmm. Um, we're just missing uh, Miss Locke to, to Jackie Bibby's dismay, I'm sure. Sure. But, um, yeah, so it's just like the, the first feeling. It was uh, it was good. I think we, we had a good vibe, so I, I, I'm really happy that you're able to join us again this evening, Kelly, and, and have a chat with our man, Jackie. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled to death. I know... Uh, it kind of uh, whether they whether people liked it or whether they didn't, it certainly, uh, in my opinion, uh, got attention for our cause and our purpose, which is getting uh, rattlesnake roundups, you know, reformed and uh, and fixed. And it's uh, something that's needed to be done for a long time. So overall, I know um, I, I should have mentioned earlier. Um, Kelly is, is a member of RAR. Rise Against Rattlesnake Roundup. So I know those guys out there are um, definitely happy to hear about this. But what's been the overall reaction, Kelly, to the dialogue portion? I mean, we all know people had a meltdown about pictures and stuff, but for for the dialogue portion of speaking to Jackie, um, how, what was your overall feel on that? How do you think that went? Or how do you think everybody else feels that went? Well, i I tell you the truth. I think the majority of people, um, you know, are at least um, hopeful. Uh, it's nothing else. I, I, you know, I've had, I've had everybody that, uh, both ends of the spectrum, you know, people that are, that are thrilled to death and, and, and think, and I'll, I should add that they are wrong, but they think that, uh, everything is, is fixed and, and, uh, you know, going to, uh, happen overnight and it's not. And I've also had the people who say, you know, it's nothing more than a publicity stunt by Jackie. 
um, in order to get attention and everything in between. And, you know, to, uh, to be honest with you, the truth, uh, the truth is, is um, it's not going to happen overnight. And, um, but it is much more than a publicity stunt on Jackie's part. He sees the writing on the wall. He sees the, the, uh, you know, the people who are willing to come and sit down with him and, and, and talk civilly about the matter rather than, you know, sit there and call him a son of a bitch on Facebook or, or whatever. And, um, you know, he, he, he takes well to that. And, uh, you know, it's like Jackie says, we can disagree without being disagreeable. And, um, I'm, I'm, I agree with him, and he's he's willing to sit down and talk. So who am I to who am I to uh, to say no to that? Because he's one that can affect change, and uh, you know can be a voice of reason um, out there when we're not out there. Absolutely, absolutely. There, there's you know I I think the whole entire thing was wonderful. Um, definitely a step forward. It's it's the whole the whole Kelly. Come on, give me a. a Goddamn football coach analogy. It's, it's third and one, Kelly. It's third and one. We got to go. Pot. Pot. No, it would be fourth and one. Fourth and one. Fourth and one. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a conservative, I'm a conservative coach. I punt. I, I can't have my uh, coaching hat on at the same time that I have my... Uh, I watched the blind side. I know, I know what happens. Come on, man. Well, I, I've seen necessary roughness, so you got to bring in the Kathy Ireland kicker. So, I mean, that's the way you're going to get it done. <laughs> you put Sinbad well, and Kathy Ireland on the football team, and I'll so, be there. Hell yeah. To be honest, to be honest with you, my, uh, I, if, if you want a coaching analogy and, and you want to say that it's fourth and one, that that's kind of where I was, uh, I guess, mentally or whatever you want to call it, as far as rattlesnake roundups go. And with my frustration – building up ever since I was a kid in Texas and, and, uh, you know, going, going to roundups. I mean, I went to roundups and, and, um, was raised in the area where, where the roundups are. And, um, I never understood it even, you know, when I was a, when I was a youngster, um, I never understood it. And I guess my, my football analogy or my coaching analogy was, um, you know, it was fourth and one, and and I was I was sick of it, and the game's on the line, and you know I'm I'm going to call, I'm I'm just going to call in, throw all my my uh, all my chips in, and and call the the face of the other team, and just say hey, you know we've got uh, we've got problems here, and we have to uh, sit down and talk and figure out how to fix it. So that's what yeah, I did. Absolutely. Good, good, good for you, and, and good for for everybody else who's willing to hear us out because it, there's absolutely no reason not to talk silly shit otherwise. So just whatever it is, what it is. Anyway, let's not hesitate, man. Let's 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 move on. Let's bring our next guest this evening, who needs little introduction, in uh, especially in the rattlesnake roundup world, and I think pretty much anywhere else at this point. Um, he is known for his daredevil stunt work as well as being the lead in Animal Planet's TV show Rattlesnake Republic. So please give up a warm welcome for the Texas Snake Man himself, Mr. Jackie Bibby. Jackie, how you doing, brother? Hardly anyone is as blessed as I am. <laughs> There's a man right there. Good. Thank you for coming on the show and hanging out with us again, Jackie. I think it's always a pleasure to talk with you guys. I always really enjoy uh, the fact that we're able to discuss this particular issue. And I feel like we've made some great strides. Uh, and, you know, you individuals have been willing to uh, 
meet me in the middle, and that was all I was ever asking anyone to do anyways, aside from <clears throat> uh, putting pictures up on Facebook of me with my mouth sewed shut. You know, hell, I thought that was pretty funny, quite frankly. But the hell of it is, some of these individuals, you know, we're all fanaticists of various, you know, degrees. And, and, you know, some of these people who are so angry and so frustrated with some of the things I do uh, don't even know who I am or what I am because they accuse me of a lot of things that I've never done. But uh, with this open dialogue going on, I feel like we can affect some change. And I'm teachable. You know, I'm 64 years old and bald-headed and crippled, but I'm still teachable. You know, I'm still available to uh, to listen to anyone who has an opposing view. And you know what? If I find out you're right, I'll probably get on your side of the fence. Damn straight. And we know you don't wear boxers either. <laughs> well, <laughs> in that you stole my leg one time, I guess you would not. <laughs> uh, Jackie, that was awesome. That was, that was so much fun, man. No, you're absolutely right. And and once again, I, I think regardless of the criticisms that you get, um, just being the fact that we're here talking about this again, making another round, that it is a pretty spectacular thing because it's more dialogue you know, in the last six months than our groups have had in the last, you know, six, 10, 15 years. Mm -hmm. I I agree. Yeah. And I mean, it had to start somewhere. And I feel like uh, Kelly absolutely had a big and and idea. And and I think when he went forward by making the initial call and visiting with me a little bit and realizing that I was open-minded to what he was suggesting, I think he, I think he made a good call. Absolutely. Thank you, Kelly. We appreciate that. Yeah. Um, so let me ask you, Jackie, how has life changed for you since becoming so famous now from your appearance on Urban Jungles Radio? Have uh, Interestingly have enough, that? some of the people on Facebook have softened somewhat uh, because of the dialogue we had and, this, and the fact that you put that stuff up there on your show, uh, our visit that we had down here in Texas. I had some people who had been hammering me pretty hard, and maybe some of them hadn't said anything. They'd just been seeing that this was going on that kind of uh, on Facebook softened to me somewhat and realized that I was probably not quite the monster that I had been portrayed, and I was proud to see that, you know, because, you know, like me or hate me or this, you can't hardly make me go away. I'm too damn loud. You know, so you might as well learn to live with me. And the irony of it is, if you will get along with me, I'm open to some of the things y'all are suggesting. Uh, I think they're the right thing to do. And I'm all about doing the next right thing. And believe me, I've done everything wrong you can possibly do down through the years related to rattlesnakes and everything else. But when you show me a better way and a way that's more appropriate and a way that's just the right thing to do, I'm open to that. Now, will it be easy? Absolutely not. Just like what Kelly said, this is not going to be an overnight fix. I'm going to have to do a little convincing of some of these individuals that have been doing, you know, what we did for a whole lot of years, and that's go out there, you know, and get drunk and pour pump gas down in them holes and run them snakes out to get beer money. You know, I don't drink anymore. I hadn't drunk in years, but some of these friends of mine, you know, that's still their beer money. And, you know, in the spring of the year, uh, they go out there and they hunt them rattlesnakes. You start telling them they can't pump gas in them holes to run them rattlesnakes out, they get a little bit touchy. But Jack, most you of them, tell them that there's a, I said you tell them that there's a crazy ass Yankee who will go down to the bar and will buy rounds off 
freaking night long if they don't gas just one night and come out there. That's not true. We well, careful. You, you can sure get some tankers on that. <laughs> you like, literally, get down, shit. We're talking shots. We'll even get some coyote ugly girls to dance up on the bar. We'll make a night of it. Honestly, like, that's all it takes. We're there. Right? Like anti, the anti-gassing movement right there. Just Boom, right there. Right there. there that's is. all it is. That's the poster. You know, see, we've been going out all wrong. So we just have to You're get right. everybody plastered and have them party yeah. so that they can't go out gassing. Yep. We, 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 we start the gassing in, in the, at the bar with mm-hmm. ourselves. I think the outlaw and the gas will happen with the with the Parks and Wildlife. Uh, I've been to some of their meetings and discussed it with them, and I am in agreement that that needs to happen. And, and you know, I'm supportive of that. Uh, you can still catch rattlesnakes. Y'all all have been collecting. You know you can still collect rattlesnakes. Kelly and I have talked about this at great length. You may not catch them as fast or as easy. But there's still snakes out there to be collected without using gas, you know. So I, I think that's an issue that I'm ready to get on board with y'all and help bring that to a point where it's at least outlawed. Now, you know, hell, when you outlaw guns, just outlaws have guns. It'll be the same damn way with gas, you know. You know when you outlaw gas, there'll just be people that are outlaws using the gas. But it will change some individuals out there that, like myself, I don't want to break the law because I don't want to pay no fines. You know, I've paid some wildlife fines, and I don't ever want to do it again. That hurts my feelings horribly. So, you know, I, I'm I'm not going to do something illegal. Jackie, let me ask you something. You have already been pretty vocal about this stance on the no gassing thing. Have you gotten any kind of friction from your end, your camp, for your stance on this? I mean, sure. do you think that this will at one of the meetings we went to in Fort Worth with the Parks and Wildlife, there were three guys there that was ready to string me up. You know, they'll live. They is as adamantly against my voice and my opinion as some of the people that's from your particular faction. Kelly and I like to say your side, my side, because we really don't have any right. other way of addressing it when, when you know. Right. Uh, but you know what I'm talking about. Some of those people there, uh, some of those people ha- have even threatened me. Oh, man, they've threatened me with a shotgun and said I deserve to be dead. You know, and th- that's a little over the top, you know. But some of those exactly. guys that's- at that meeting, and they're my, my side of the fence, were threatening to kill me. <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to say that, that kind of runs on both sides because I've gotten that from, <laughs> from the roundupers as well, and, and I've seen that you get it from, you know, the Facebookers. So I think that, that kind of goes, you know, unfortunately, that's just kind of a relic of today's society where it's a lot easier to be a, a tough guy on a keyboard. And, you there know, are going to always be people who will be over the top. That's just part of it. Right. Yeah, like Kelly. We can't, we can't <laughs> yeah. uh, another thing that uh, I, I would like to uh, – put out there that Kelly and I have talked about, and I've also spoke with Sean McCants, who's a young herpetologist here in Texas that is really wanting to see me reform somewhat, and he's a very dear friend, as is his family. Uh, I want to start reintroducing the young snakes and the gravid females that are turned into the roundups back out into the wild, and I really feel like that's something that I could help get done and something I think would make a difference, not a huge difference, but a little bit of a difference. Cause you know, that's some snakes that, you know, a lot of those little snakes wind up getting uh freeze dried, you know, for somebody to put on their coffee table or something like that. Right. And you know, the, if we turn those small, like at some of the roundups when, you know, the snakes are turned in, those snakes don't weigh much. So they're not getting much for them or they don't cost us a hell of a lot if we have to buy them. 
and the gravid females, you know, you can tell if a female's about to have babies. You know, I'd like to see those snakes reintroduced to the wild. And, and I think that'd okay, be a good what, thing. What about, what about even, you know, like a self-established moratorium amongst you guys where, I mean, if you can visually identify an animal as, you know, having, being gravid and about to ready to have babies, maybe just let that one pass instead of collecting it. I would be open to doing that. <laughs> Some of these hunters are going to probably just bring them to the roundups. And and right. I think the way we can be most effective is when they bring them to the roundups, we'll still buy them. I mean, it's not going to dramatically impact our bottom line. But, you know, if we buy them and then we, we turn them loose, then the hunters, you know, they feel like they're still getting to – do what they want to do, and they won't have a problem with us releasing them if we're still buying them anyway. You know, 10 or 15 or 20 little snakes that are, you know, a foot long or less than a foot, ain't gonna, they ain't going to weigh 10 or $20 worth, you know, even at 5 to $6 a pound, which is about what they're going to bring. Even as high as $10 a pound, uh, they're still not going to weigh much because, uh, you know, a little bit of snake like that don't weigh much. Well, listen, I so it's not a dramatic do. amount of money. I, I don't know, but I think it'd make a big difference. A reintroduction program actually is for rattlesnakes, just because they don't know. I, Kelly, you would probably know more about it than I would in the sense out there, because I know like our our timbers here, there's a lot of site fidelity. So if you remove an animal from a population, unless the animal is from that population, there's very little chance it's going to reestablish itself. So that being said, um, if there is a chance yeah. that these animals can be reestablished like that as, as you've been consulting with a biologist is there a way that we can work something out where we can develop some kind of a program like that where at least the babies I mean if you're talking five or six dollars we can help you raise the money to buy the babies off even just because there's, it makes no sense for them just to be freeze dried when you know mm-hmm. you can give them a chance to be out there and, and that, that bottom line helps you guys out the hunters because you are now investing in future generations of animals that will be there later on because if you could just keep taking out these babies, there's going to be a big blank generational hole there. Sure. Yeah. Hey, can I, can I, uh, I want to add, uh, add something in there. Jackie and I have been talking a lot about, uh, reintroduction. In fact, Jackie has some animals that we're going to take out because he knows specific, uh, specifically where they came from and, uh, nice. take them out there and, uh, and, and turn them loose. And the the issue that, that we have, and, and I even asked Jackie the same thing, what if we, you know, told the, the hunters, um, you know, no no snakes under, uh, you know, and, and here's where we get to our negotiation points. You know, in my mind, I'm thinking 30 inches. In, Jackie, in Jackie's mind, he's thinking 12. Um, and, you know, we would kind of have to, and, and this is, you know, where we are. Jackie, what are you and, doing with a 12-inch and, snake, man? <laughs> well, they freeze, they freeze dry them and they can sell them. You know, I mean, the okay. <laughs> there's a market for these products, you know, and you know money drives a lot of people. You know, it does me too sometimes. Yeah. I mean, you know, you stack hundred dollar bills deep enough, you've got my attention. I guarantee you. But, uh, you know, the the snakes can be used, but I think that we could, uh, you know, figure out a way that we can kind of meet in the middle. And, you know, I'm saying a foot and Kelly's saying 30 inches, you know, 20 inches, two feet, somewhere in that range. If we can come to an agreement on that, I'm all for having a moratorium and not buying the snakes if the hunters will will not bring them in. But my concern there is some of these hunters, if we tell them that and they bring them in anyway, if we don't go ahead and buy them, they probably will sell them They're around the corner to somebody else. Yeah. 
Uh, they'll sell them to somebody else. There's, there's a market for rattlesnakes in Texas. I mean, you know, uh, I buy them. Leroy Hickenbotham buys them. You know, there's a lot of people who buy them here. You know, uh, Randall Briggs. Uh, there's a lot of people in Texas who buy snakes. So, you know, if, if we don't buy them at the roundups, there's only seven roundups left in Texas. You know, there were 42 when I started. And there's seven left. So, I mean, but all those roundups are going to buy snakes. Hey, Kelly, you think we could raise some money up to buy these babies? Yeah, well, I imagine we could. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I don't think it'd be a problem. We, uh, Jackie and I have actually talked about this, um, you know, a couple of times. In fact, I uh, I was on my way back from visiting my daughter in Texas a couple of weeks back and, and stopped through and uh, sat down with Jackie and, and offered couple of hours and had a you know had a good talk and and discussing and and you know one thing Jackie mentioned earlier was he's got a we've all got a big job on our hands including him even though uh, we're not you know Jackie and I are friends but we're not in 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 total agreement but even on the things we are in agreement on um i.e. gassing being gassing uh, uh you know gravid females and and you know once we can kind of decide on a size, you know, on, on smaller snakes, not only are we fighting a battle, but he's fighting a battle also. Um, I, I have no doubt about that. None. I'm sure and, you're getting a ton of resistance on it. Sure. Maybe worse on him than us, you know, because, um, him being, you know, known as, I mean, first time, first time I ever, ever, uh, actually physically met Jackie, um, was in Abilene, Texas, at a at a restaurant there in Abilene, and and you can't even really carry on much of a conversation because half the restaurant's sitting there staring at you, and uh, so he's you know he's well known, he's very well known, and that's when you stand up and you yell, Willie Nelson's in the bathroom. We <laughs> <laughs> should have thought of that, Jackie. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> we'll have to. Remember, we'll, have to well, everybody that. knows I'm a glory hound, you know, and I do love the attention. And, you know, I don't make any uh, apologies for that. I've, I've always enjoyed the attention. I like being on limelight. So I work at it like it's a job. But, yeah, there's there's times when, you know, you can't even meet a meal because somebody wants to take a picture or get an autograph, and, and I'll do it. You know, I'll, I'll stop what I'm doing to do it. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it happens to me all the time. Everywhere I go, Jackie, it's crazy. Stuff. <laughs> and sometimes they're even girls. So it, it varies, but <laughs> yeah. anyway. So listen, no, I can play, and that, that's a wonderful thing, though, because you see that that's what it, I, I have to stop and think, and maybe that's why you get a lot of friction too. It's like if Jackie Bibby is stopping and scratching his head and saying, "Hey, you know, maybe it's time for this to change." Like that is going to help bring other people, which is a topic that we discussed before, you know. And and that's why, like, no matter what, like I'm I'm just so happy, Jackie, that you're even you know, entertaining, having these discussions. Of course, yeah, you know, there's a size discrepancy between what you guys think is, is a good a good size. I could probably add to that, and, and there'd be a completely different number thrown in there. But just the fact of the matter is that that's on the table, man. For you guys to even discuss is wonderful. If we can find out a way to exclude the babies out of the out of the purchasing process, or at least exclude them in the way that we can block it, we can somehow either purchase the animals ourselves for release somewhere if that's a feasible thing in the future i mean that would be another huge huge move that would be really spectacular because that's ensuring future generations on these animals and if we can do something along those lines we can prove that both of these factions can meet in the middle yes and, and that's part of what uh, you know i've got a group of individuals uh there's five of us who have been hunting and handling snakes and doing it as a hobby 
for over 40 years. You know, and these people are like my family members, and they'll listen to me. They respect me, and they love me, and I do them as well. But, you know, I'm kind of stepping on their toes a little bit if if I start to uh, talk about some of these issues. So I'll have to kind of introduce them in such a way that it's somewhat palatable to them. You know, and but I sell an Eskimo on icicles, so I can pretty well get it done with them as well, but it won't be an easy task. No, absolutely. No. And, it will and, not be an easy task. And, you know, to, to Jackie's point, you know, he said uh, he he's a self-admitted glory hound, and I think I, I, I think he's a, he's hilarious. I mean, he he's the first to admit, you know, he's, he loves the attention and all that. And, and you know, even for the people who are, you know, really in disagreement with me over, you know, reaching out to Jackie and Jackie and I becoming, you know, good friends and all that kind of stuff, why, why do you think that Jackie was the one that I reached out to for that reason? I know Jackie is a showman. I know Jackie loves to be, uh, you know, seen and recognized and, and all that kind of stuff. There's nothing wrong with that. But I knew that if I also knew that Jackie wasn't this ignorant, you know, psychotic hillbilly murderer that everybody wanted to, wanted him to, uh, wanted to make him out to be. And if I could sit down and have a conversation with this man and two guys from West Texas who were born and raised, you know, right down the road from each other, basically could sit down and talk and, and I could get him to hear me out. And I was willing to hear him out that I knew that this guy who is loves to be in front of the public, if I could get him to listen to me and possibly even agree, then, Hey, what better spokesman can you have than a person who loves the limelight? Yeah, no, no, no. I, I, I know. I agree. And, and, you know, Jackie, there, there is a method to our madness and all the joking around that we did and everything over at the rattlesnake festival and all the fun we had and the, the controversial pictures that melted the internet, whatever they were. Um, <laughs> the fact that, that, that you did that was was it it was a reason for that for us because first of all first and foremost the basis of what we do here at urban jungles radio is have fun no matter what topic it is that we're covering because a lot of the topics we cover aren't pleasant so having fun is, is the first and foremost thing and when we meet somebody who can have fun that shows us that that person is open to communication that person is human we jackie we humanized you to a lot of people with that stupid, silly picture of me taking your leg and you in your underwear that people got mad at. And I think at that moment, people realized that they're, as silly as it is, there's an open channel that can be had there because it, even if it's a common thing, is just having fun and laughing about stuff like that. You know, the fact that you're willing to come out and hang out with us. I mean, the dude showed up, he showed up the next day to hang Both out. Days, it was, it was, and that was spectacular, you know. We got, to, we got to see the Jackie Bibby limo, like, <laughs> like the hearse, sorry, the hearse. Like, you know, just... So like that was pretty freaking awesome, and and that was a huge step, and we got a lot of flack for that. We got a lot of flack for talking to you, which, you know, it's weird because I often wonder. I spent so much time wondering how where would I be on this stance at various times in my life, various times in my career following Rattlesnake Roundups, and I wondered to myself, you know, would I five years ago or four years ago have been open to speaking to somebody with it? Chances are I probably would have, but. The fact that we're here today and, and we're doing that now, um, 
to shut that down because you don't agree, to shut down communications with somebody because you don't agree with what they're doing is ludicrous. It just gets you nowhere and it accomplishes nothing. So we've already accomplished so much in opening the channels of communications. You've shown that you're willing to go forward. Now let me ask you the golden question, Jacket. When we spoke a couple of months ago, um, you had talked about doing your best to work Texas rattlesnake roundups in a way that wouldn't involve killing the snakes. Now, I spoke to you in, I think it was April. Um, since then, how did the rest of your year go at roundups? I mean, is that something that you followed up with? Have, have you tried not to engage in any of the parts that involved in killing or public spectacles of, of torturing or killing the snakes? As I stated earlier, there are about seven, maybe eight rattlesnake roundups left in Texas. I do not have very much say-so over the Sweetwater Roundup. The right. spectacle, it's a big part of their their roundup to kill snakes and skin them for the public. Now, Big Spring did not have a roundup this year because their facility they we've been using for many, many years was torn down. So they didn't have a roundup. If Big Spring comes back into being next year, that's going to be a pretty tough crowd because they kill as a snake kill as well there and skin snakes and sell the hides to the public. <clears throat> but Oglesby, which is my first roundup of the year, no snakes were killed there this year in, in front of people. Uh, Brownwood, no snakes whatsoever were killed. And that's really where my being behind this particular issue sprang from. And purely as a selfish standpoint, I got a lot of flack from a from one of our handlers eating a snake heart while it was still beating. You know, that ain't entertainment to me. You know, hell, I'm a spectacle from hell. I mean, I put snakes in my mouth and get in bathtubs with 195 of them. So I'm all for doing really crazy, stupid, press me envelope type stuff. But to kill a snake in front of 300 people and cut its heart out while it's still beating and swallow it whole. That's gross as hell to me, you know, and it was to a lot of other people too. So because we caught so much flack and because they had pictures of it in the paper and stuff like that, <clears throat> I had a dialogue with the producer of the show, which is put on by the JCs, and we talked about that fact, and they bought meat and gave way more money for it than they could have got it otherwise to keep that from going on. So we stopped it before you and I had even started talking about this for that reason because of my self-interest in it. I believe it's the right thing to do, as I've stated several times. If it's the right thing to do, do it irrespective of who, why, or whatever. And that's just the right thing to do. Uh, so at Oglesby, Brownwood, uh, Freer, and some of these shows that I produce, I'm the producer of those shows. I come in and, and I pretty much have a say-so over what goes on. As far as I'm concerned, we won't kill snakes there as a public spectacle to let the crowd watch us kill snakes. That, to me, is, is not really necessary at all. Right. Hey, uh, uh, Jack, Jackie, if, if I'm not mistaken, uh, since the Texas Rattlesnake Festival, the only roundup um, that occurred after the, the Texas Rattlesnake Festival was, was uh, freer. Correct. That may be all. correct. Freer's the <laughs> latest show that. No, now we did Waco and we did Graham after that too. Oh, Waco and Graham. It was the second year of Graham and the first year of Waco. But both oh. of those shows were more. They were billed as rattlesnake roundups, but they were really more shows 
where where the main thing was there for me and my people to do daredevil stunts and do the little bit of educational stuff that we do. And I know we we're not school teachers like some football coaches I know, but you know we <laughs> we we were not primarily there to educate, but we do try to educate in every show. And, and and that's why we were there. That's why they hired us. You know, that's why we were a draw. But we didn't buy snakes at either of those shows. They were billed as roundups, but we did not buy any snakes. So if you don't buy snakes, you got to bring them. So we brought our snakes. We didn't kill any of them. We let we brought them and we left with them. At those and at Freer. Now we bought snakes at Freer, but we didn't kill any snakes at Freer. And I mean, I sold meat at Freer. I sell meat at Freer every year. But uh, that was it. Was meat that was none of it killed there, and we have killed them there before. We have done it as as a public spectacle. We've even let spectators kill snake and then us cook it for them, and you know. But that was several years ago, and you know, I, I didn't much care for it then, but I did it. Kind of went along with with some peer pressure, if you will. Uh, and but quite frankly, I think it'll be easy enough to stop that. And I'm willing yeah, to do that. Let me ask you a question. This is just mostly for my personal interests, curiosity, nosiness. Um, when you're doing stuff with the snakes and you're doing your stunts, do you prep them in any way? Like, do you cool them or anything like that? Or are you just basically putting them out as is? Put them out as is. Never uh, do, I, do I alter a snake in any way. I don't cool it down where it's less aggressive. I don't milk it to get venom out of it where I would suffer a lesser and venomation if I were bitten. I don't pull the things. I don't sew the mouth shut. I've been accused of all of the above. Is is, is the cooling, like, looked down upon? Is that, like, showing less of your skill? Or, I mean, I'm just trying to figure out from how you guys see it, like, what you guys see as some of the acceptable standards for, for working with the animals. Cooling them down? Yeah, yeah. I think what he I, let me let me let me say in one uh, from one Texas guy to another what do it in Texas do it in Texas what my Yankee buddy's <laughs> asking Jackie he's he's saying is it does it does it make you more of a of a uh, oh weakling or whatever if you cool the snakes down is it considered that that uh, is it a manhood thing does that make, does that make sense. We're doing what we do. We're we're pretty gutsy. We're daredevils. We're doing right. dangerous stuff. But cooling a snake down prior to putting him in there would make him less aggressive. But right. I don't have to do that. I mean, I I can handle snakes without altering them, and through temperature or any other way of changing them. These snakes are basically. But now keep in mind, a snake will gentle down when he gets used to being around people. A rattlesnake will become less aggressive. We do a three-day show. Some snakes that were striking at us when we first take them out, the first of the show, by the end of the show, will virtually not even strike anymore. They'll get so used to us, so acclimated to the movement. Movement's what triggers the strike. He's going to bite you for two reasons, food and fear. So I'm too big for him to eat. So all the reason he's going to bite me is if I scare him. And if I move quickly, it's going to scare him and he's going to strike at me. But yeah, as these snakes become, yes, go ahead. I say, what about the stuff that you that I've seen you do in the past, like when you pancake a snake and hand it to somebody? Like, how the hell do you do that without somebody getting bit? I, I don't, I just, I don't understand <laughs> that. <laughs> 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 
They do what's I can't called tell you my secret Yankee. <laughs> <laughs> that that's called cowing them down. And what we do, we tap them on the head with a pinner, and simulate the pecking of a of a chaparral roadrunner because roadrunners will peck them on the head and kill them and eat them. But we do that and cause him to pull his head down inside of his coils. And once that head's down inside the coils, he can't strike from that position. So once we pick them up, as long as the head's inside the coils, we're fine. And we're right there with the person. I've taken people out of the audience and never touched a snake in their life. Got them inside the pit and had a snake in their hands in five minutes. But I'm standing right there with them. So is a couple of other guys, which are all seasoned veterans. If that snake comes out, we're going to grab it. We're going to get it out of their hands and get it away from them. But as long as its head's down the side of its course, it can't bite. Interesting. Okay. Does that make sense? I never even thought of that. Yes, yes, it does. It does, yeah. absolutely. I and that, and that, that scene, um, you know, there there are uh, a lot of people, uh, you know, even really good friends of mine that, um, you know, consider that. I mean, basically what, what you're doing when you cow a snake is, is – exactly what a roadrunner does to a rattlesnake um and and the rattlesnake showing his uh his natural defense mechanism to try to save himself from a road you know from a from a roadrunner and roadrunners eat a lot of snakes um yes and a lot of a lot of people see that jackie as as cruelty and um you know abusing uh abusing the animal um do you uh this is something jackie i've never even discussed um, do, do you see that? Do you see it the same way? Do you see it that way, or do you see it as no? I do not. The reason being, I don't hit it on the head hard enough to kill it. A roadrunner hits it on the head hard enough to kill it. When when I tap it on the head with a pinner to get it to draw its head in, if I hit it hard, it make it strike at me. I'm hitting it gently and just causing it to pull its head in. Defensive. It's a defensive posture. We say that in our talking about what we're doing and how and why. It's a defensive posture that the snake assumes as a result of being pecked on the head by a uh, chaparral. Well, but right. I don't hit it on the head hard enough to hurt it. I just tap it on the head enough to get to draw its coils down in. And oftentimes when we as handlers, I can't do it anymore because my hands are so bunged up from bites. I don't have the mobility in my hands I used to. But Ken Garrett's the best I've ever seen. He'll take a coil snake and he'll ease his hand down on top of that snake, put his finger on top of his head and tuck that head right inside the coils with his yeah. open hand and never get bit. Never get bit. Hadn't I've seen him do it a thousand times and never get bit. Good lord. But he's not yeah, he's not tapping that snake, he's just pushing that head down inside the coils. And once it's down there that snake assumes that position, that's comfortable for him. You know? So exactly. he just assumes that position. I just want to clarify. I'm I'm just asking you out of my own curiosity. I'm not I'm not insinuating that you guys are beating up on the snakes or anything. I just I just I'm I'm just genuinely just personally curious because I've seen that. I'm like, holy shit! How do you pass a snake on to somebody? But yeah, now I understand. Mm-hmm. It, which is which is pretty interesting. Um, listen, guys, real quick as we're running down on time. Um, we've got a couple calls. I think I recognize one of these numbers. If you guys don't mind taking a call, real quick. Um, I think one of them is one of the RAR guys. Hold on. Nine one eight. Who's this? Ray Autry from RAR. How are you, Danny? Hey, Ray Autry. How are you, brother? Real good. Real good. Uh, glad to hear the show going tonight. I, I kind of came in the middle of it. I got a question or two for Jackie if he has a quick second. Yes, yes sir. Of course. Questions for Ray? Cool. Of course. Yeah. 
Jackie, first let me apologize um, because it was my group, RAR, uh, myself, Kim uh, LaForce, Ned Bruja, some of those people who got all the mouth sewing stuff out there that was happening in Oklahoma Roundup's not Texas once. So my apologies that you, that you caught any heat over that. I'm trying to keep an eye on people hating on you on Facebook. So, you know, um, you know. It's Thank just, you. That's kind of you. Yeah. And, I, and I can fade the heat. It's not no big deal. You know, I, I know what I'm doing and why and all that. So, you know, those people who attack me sometimes, they're just confused. Right, right. They um they don't have the right stuff with the right roundup. Um, I've been to a few of them uh, up here in Oklahoma and a couple in Texas. And uh, first, the first question that I wanted to get to you real quick is how many of the West Texas ones have stopped the public killing? I heard Brownwood did. Uh, I'm wondering yes. what other ones. Oglesby and okay. Freer. Brownwood, Oglesby, and Freer. Okay. Yes, sir. Second. Second question for you, okay? Are you going to let me come down and film you and David Gay doing work at these shows in Texas next year? Of course. I've never met a camera I didn't love. Well, but I've got uh, two or three of them. I'm, I'm warming up to get down there. So uh, you get back to the show. And Danny, Andy, thanks for letting me on. Nice yeah, to talk with you. That's so cute, He's very enthusiastic. I like Ray. Right. Yeah, um, hey, exactly. That's, that's very nice to you. That's one thing I think that uh, that gets overlooked, and I'll make this real quick. The uh, the roundups in Oklahoma are significantly more uh, cruel and uh, disturbing than the ones in Texas. I agree. A I lot more. Really, the ones in Oklahoma specifically, it seems to up their game too in the last couple of years. I think they really actually tried to kind of make it worse with the whole public spectacle of eating organs and crap like that. And, and so, so some of those people are being defiant because of yes. the pressure that they're getting from environmentalists. And tree huggers is what y'all are oftentimes referred to as. And believe me, I've been called worse. But uh, <laughs> some of those people are being defiant. Yes. And I think that's cute. I think it's kind of silly, but, you know, to each his own. I mean, do what you need to. I did. Right. <laughs> no, no, no. It's good stuff, man. Um, Kelly, what do you think going forward? What would you like to see immediately? I mean, I like this talk of this whole entire underside snake thing. I think that's a, a really interesting track to to follow up on moving forward. But um, what is uh, something kind of more immediate, if anything, that you would like to see or at least address with Jackie here tonight well, on, on working on? I'm going to be, and Jackie Jackie knows this because I've talked to him all the time, but I'm actually going to be going uh, back to Texas within, probably the next three weeks or something like that and stopping through and, and probably making Jackie buy my lunch. While I don't we, care about your we... private convos. I don't care about your <laughs> private convos with Jackie. How are you going to help me tonight, you bastard? We've got an audience listening I, out there. What I want to do know. is, what I want Jackie to do, and, and we have discussed this, is first and foremost, I think the biggest issue we have before us that is the mo of most concern is the gassing issue. And I would like to see Jackie publicly, um, publicly and quite often, you know, as often as possible, um, you know, speaking out um, against uh, den gassing in Texas. You know, Jackie uh, is is well aware that uh, Texas venom is, uh, you know, venom from Aatrox in Texas is worthless um, due to the gassing issue. 
and it it needs it that's that's just one of many reasons it needs to be stopped and I would like to see Jackie um in fact I I would say this he's my friend and I could tell him on the phone but I'll say it on the radio in front of everybody Jackie I would like to see you publicly and on uh you know taped videotaped whatever um us you know standing up for for uh the dam gassing issue the ban on dam I'm gassing. willing to do that I'm willing to do that I think that would be um that would be awesome. You know, we're working together on, on getting some snakes released and, you know, things like that which which it may not make that big of a difference but do make a little difference. But I think the gassing issue is huge and I think Jackie would be um you know, could do a world of good talking to, as he and I always laugh about, his side, um, you know, about All right, Jackie, about, I mean, uh, banning dim gassing. Jack- Jackie, you you know the realities of this on both sides of the fence. How realistic is it that you think speaking out about den gassing at this juncture is going to get something done sooner than later? Because we all kind of know what the motives are at this point behind the whole you know pussyfooting around the gassing thing right now. So, I mean, do do you think we're going to see the end of it in reality anytime soon? I don't think we can end it, but I think we can affect it. And I think the longest journey in the world starts with the first step. And I do believe I can probably get some hunters and some people that are coming to the roundups to quit gassing. Uh, I think I can probably do that without it becoming a law, but ultimately at some juncture, it's probably going to become a law because the parks and wildlife already want to outlaw it like they did in Oklahoma. Uh, you know, but I mean, there's going to be outlaws out there doing snake stuff just like they're doing everything else that's illegal if there's money in it, you know. So we won't completely eradicate individuals' gas and dens, but I think we can change it, and I think that's a start. And I'm willing to take that stand and make that stand publicly and and tell people and let them realize that, you know, I'm not going to gas, and I'm going to ask you people that are going to be selling snakes to me and the people that I represent at these roundups and stuff, we're not going to accept snakes that have been gassed. Thank you for that, Mr. Biddy. We really appreciate that. That that would be a a huge you know benefit for the animals and and the movement as a whole. If you know you would definitely speak out against Absolutely. that. Absolutely appreciate that. Sure. Yeah, it's the right thing to do. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely is. Kelly, would it, did that make you feel warm and fuzzy? Uh, you know, everything makes me feel warm and fuzzy, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> <Everything>. <laughs> it's mostly about attitude, anyway. It is. It's all about attitude. And and you know, here, here's another thing. Here's another thing, Jackie. And and I've I've told you this before as well. Um, I caught and you know it, it's fine. I have a lot of dear friends that that totally disagree with with my relationship with Jackie. And and they're of the opinion that you know Jackie's just doing this for the attention and and you know whatever else benefits him. But you know I think if Jackie would. Jackie's a very honest man, and that I began our interview at the Texas Rattlesnake Festival by that sentence, saying Jackie is a very honest man. And he, you know, I think if if that was on on video and he spoke out publicly, um, you know, for even the people on my side um, to see, then they would understand that it's vital that the two sides get together to discuss the issues and quit all the, you know, infighting and, and bickering and name calling because it doesn't get us anywhere. And I think if Jackie would make that stand um, and, and kind of be the face of it, 
be the face of change, you know. Um, number one, it's going to get him all kinds of attention, which, you know, he admits he loves, and I know he does, and he's good at it. And number two, it's going gonna, it's gonna to get what we want also. And um, and I think what Jackie wants, and that's that's um, you know what's in the best interest of the of the rattlesnakes and and of the ecosystem, and um, you know whether you're a a tree hugger or not, I'm not. A lot of my friends are. Um, it's the right thing to do. And if Jackie would stand up and publicly, uh, you know, kind of be the face for uh, an end to den gassing, I think a lot of people on our side would turn the corner and see that uh, you know the man is doing what he said he was going to do. No, absolutely, without a doubt, more so than anybody else, he stepped up to the plate, and and that's why you know, I, 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 Jackie, you you won us over from the beginning. I saw how transparent you were about these issues, and you know, I really appreciate the fact that you are willing to take a stand and say, you know, yes, we can make this happen, and no, we can't make this happen, and you know, and then we work we work on all the details in between from from here and there. But I mean, even tonight, gentlemen, I, I feel pretty damn good that we are still making strides moving forward. I mean, this was not an idle conversation tonight. I think we definitely heard some good things that uh, we all, you know, can, can be happy about. And and working together going forward, we're only going to mutually benefit each other. I mean, come on, let's be realistic here. We all know what the deal is. You know, Jackie, just like you said, um, you know, you love the camera. I, I, I personally, I can't really identify with that myself. Um, I'm, oh, I'm kind of a shy guy myself. <laughs> Uh, but you know, hey, <laughs> this you is, just you, got you, called you out, buddy. <laughs> I am the host. Quiet, all of you. Um, no, listen. You and my you, wife, you, the two biggest women I know. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my goddamn disconnect? Hold button? on, hold on. Kelly, <laughs> who wears more makeup, Danny or your wife? Hey, 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 hey! It's studio lighting, man. Studio lighting, all right. <laughs> Gotta keep the glare off. No, listen. Oh, hey, you know, the glitters from the dance club. Anyway, no, listen. Let's <laughs> hanging out with Jackie. <laughs> anyway, there you go. No, no. The the, the fact that you know the the fact that you've come this far and and you know you made strides is a good thing. And and going forward, I I really respect everybody here this evening who who's you know participated in this because of the fact that you know like I said, what, what the point I was making is that is that you know we are here for our, our reasons. Um, you know, we're here for the rattlesnakes. Jackie, you're here for the rattlesnakes as well. I do believe that in a different way than we are. But, um, you know, the publicity thing, hey, we like that too. We love to give it to you, especially when you've got things to say that make us happy. Yeah. So We so, all I have mean, an agenda, and if we're exactly. all pushing our own agenda, if we can blend our causes and our purposes together, why not? Yeah, absolutely. If it's going to benefit everybody all the way around, there's no reason not to have these open communications. And, you know, let's not bullshit people. Of course there are agendas, but the agendas overall are going to work for everybody because realistically what it comes down to is, you know, we are for the animals for the most part. I think we're all animal lovers to different extents. Absolutely. I'm I'm an animal lover and have always been. You know, so, you know, and a lot of people portray me as being mean and cruel and, I kill snakes. I ain't going to lie. I kill snakes because I have to in certain elements of what I've been doing for a lot of years. I hate killing snakes. I wish I never, ever had to kill another snake. But, you know, uh, I, it sure ain't because I hate them. It, it hurts my feelings. I don't like doing it. Right. So. Well, now every time you do, you're going you're gonna to have little little halo Kelly on your shoulder and little double <laughs> Kelly on your shoulder. And he's going to talk to you out. Come on, man. Well, it's going to be angel Kelly. And Jackie knows me well enough to, to know that 
that you know when he does stuff like that, I get the warm and fuzzies and and uh, get get get. Uh, I put an extra little halo on for next time he's on the camera. People won't think he's uh, you know the big devil like they do. The, you know, warm and fuzzies come from the goddamn gin and tonic. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, exactly. About twelve of them. Hold on a second. Um, nine one nine. Who's this? Hey, it's Bonnie Hyatt. Bonnie Hyatt, what a surprise! Hey, it's Bonnie Hyatt. Hyatt from the Texas Rattlesnake Festival. Everyone, what perfect timing you have, Bonnie. That's amazing. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it just—it somebody's got to do it. <laughs> nice. Hey, Bonnie, say hello to to Kelly and 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 Jackie who have joined us here this evening and and uh, hanging out for the night. You may have heard of them. Hello, Kelly. Uh, hello, Bonnie. Jackie. <laughs> Jackie, I do want to thank you for coming by the festival this past year. It was very nice to meet you and really appreciated you coming by and starting some dialogue. Thank you. Uh, It was a great pleasure for me. I met a lot of interesting people and saw a lot of stuff I enjoyed it immensely. That's fantastic. And uh, I've got a few updates for the 2016 festival, but before that... Okay, wait. uh, Before... before, yeah, before you start that, um, I just want to say, let, let everybody know, from because I think there's still kind of a little bit of doubt in the air or just some people unsure, there is indeed a Texas Rattlesnake Festival 2016. Oh, there is absolutely a 2016 Texas Rattlesnake Festival. Okay. All right. And before we talk about that, Don has yeah. um, a couple of proposals for Jackie. So I'm going to hand Ooh. this phone to Don, and then he'll give it back to me, and we'll talk about 2016. Jackie, look at you making moves, man. You're getting proposals on, on the <laughs> Jackie, phone. Jackie, if you want to hang up, you better do it in a hurry, buddy. <laughs> Here we go. I'm, go, I'm okay. <laughs> Here we go. Let's give it to Don. Jackie, Don, it's not really you, a huh? proposal. I'm here. Okay. <laughs> hey, um, I got Danny, Andy, Kelly, Jackie, right? Yep. Uh, here, present. Yes, Ray's, is Ray still around, or? Ray's gone. No, Ray, Ray went to go rescue some turtles. He had to change in a phone booth. In the <laughs> okay. Well, look, I want, I want to preface everything by saying, Danny and Andy, thank you so much for pulling this together tonight. Uh, thank you. You guys are awesome. And, Kelly, you, sir, are such a hard worker, and we really appreciate you so much. Um, oh, well, thanks, Doc. Uh, hey, uh, you know, you've, <laughs> you have been huge for keeping a line of communication open, something that we always wanted. Uh, Jackie, I appreciate you coming by the festival and talking with everyone. And what Bonnie talked about, a proposal was more of an invitation. I would like you to join us for supper after the uh, 2016 festival on a, on the Saturday night after the festival, we usually have a supper and, uh, I'd like you to join us. I appreciate that invitation, and I would certainly be open to that. Cool. Ooh, very nice. Thank you We're going to party with Jackie Bibby, everybody. <laughs> well, I know how. You rest assured. <laughs> <laughs> My man. There we go. Nice. Nicely done. Thank you. I, I certainly appreciate that invitation. Well, hey, 2016 um, is going to be a hell of a year for the Texas Rattlesnake Festival. Hey, uh, you know, David Gay uh, said he was going to be there, so I hope you all get along. 
Uh, oh, David and I are very dear friends. I've been for 20-something years. Good. Dave hey, is... Hey, let, let, let me ask you a quick question. Is the Texas Rattlesnake Festival 2016 going to be the same weekend as Sweetwater? I believe it is. Good. I, Jackie, let's have dinner. Great. I'm in. I, you know, I generally go to Sweetwater on Friday and see a lot of my friends and go out there. I've even been barred from the show before. They stood at the gate and wouldn't let me in. Uh, but I would gladly participate in y'all's roundup as opposed to going to Sweetwater and make that public. Maybe we can all go to Sweetwater together on Friday. Uh, okay. Yeah, then you know what'll happen. <laughs> <laughs> Not with you, Danny. We ain't getting in the well, car. One thing you. about it, if if they kick me out, they won't pop my cherry. They'll kick me out before. <laughs> Easy, bro. That's two of us, brother. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, yeah, we've we've uh, got a lot of things going for 2016. It's it's uh, moving location, and we're. We're very excited. The 2016 shirts are coming out. Um, I'm picking those up Monday. The shirt design was a pencil drawing by Chelsea Roman, and it was from a photograph by Ori Martin. And the shirts turned out rather nice, I believe, so I'm looking forward to putting those out Monday. And so... So uh, where is the new location? It's at uh, Conroe. In Conroe, Texas? Yeah, right there at uh, Houston. Uh, Bonnie was going to update you on all that information. Okay, yeah, Bonnie can update us. That's fine. That's fine. I just want to make sure we we got that out there because I wasn't aware where exactly, but good. I'm sorry. I dropped the phone. You guys okay? (laughs) (laughs) We were saying, you won a million dollars, but not anymore. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm going to turn this back over to Bonnie. Um, okay. I did hear what you were saying about uh, what Jackie was saying about uh, the smaller rattlesnakes and the gravid females and purchasing the smaller rattlesnakes so they don't become freeze-dried in uh, basically insect uh, feed. They, they don't last forever. Insects and rodents get to them. Um, I know this. I, I went to school for taxidermy, so <laughs> um, yeah, rats and, rats and mice love them. <laughs> yeah, I know the freeze dry process. So, um, I think I think being able to purchase the young is something that we, with the Texas Rattlesnake Festival, would be interested in doing. Now, I don't want to set a precedent for everybody going out and catching all the small snakes because they've got a buyer. But uh, if if it would uh, get a lot of them off the table. You know that's something either, we would do. either that or offer a bounty for all those that didn't bring didn't bring any in. Which, yeah, <laughs> yeah that that's a possibility. <laughs> um, you that's know, we talk about off the air, but exactly. Um, and and I think yeah, we'll there'll definitely... be a lot. Of... Go ahead. I was just gonna say we could definitely work out some some details along those lines, but but Don. Thank you. That's a huge and amazing offer on behalf of the Texas Rattlesnake Festival to commit, or at least you know, want to commit 
to something on that scale and that level. That that's a big deal because I hate to get all cheesy and it's like that whole stupid little starfish story, you know, like the guy like chucking starfish into the ocean and <laughs> somebody walks along and it's like Jackie knows I'm going with this. It's, it's like between that and the Jesus footprints one that always comes up. But mm-hmm. but um, anyway, guys chucking starfish into the ocean. The guy's like, you know, wh- why are you doing it? There's so many starfish and never make a difference. And he's like, it did to that one. And it's true. Like realistically, if the festival can buy just 25 baby snakes and release those 25 baby six, that's 25 major opportunities that wouldn't have happened otherwise. So whatever the details are, whatever it works out to be, Don, thank you on behalf of Urban Jungles and yes, our listeners and for putting an offer like that up on the table because that is tremendous and that would be once again, you know, another thing to help us move forward in, into making this whole situation kind of better for everybody on both sides. But we'll, we'll definitely pan that out more. But just for now, thank you so much. That's such a wonderful, generous offer. Hey, no problem. And I'm going to turn this over to Bonnie now. Uh, I wish I could hear more show. I'm going to have to get back to the archives to catch everything that was said and, and get up to it. But yeah, we'll talk in detail uh, at the meal on Saturday night uh, in March. So here's Bonnie. You guys take care. We love you, Don. Everything y'all do. We thank love you. Guys. Take care, brother. Thank you. And thanks, Jackie, for coming on. And uh, yes, sir. Again, everything you do, buddy. Did you miss me? Always over the ocean. My <laughs> Bonnie, I love you, Bonnie. Thanks for coming on and, and, and talking to us and, and inviting Jackie back and, and being so much, so much goddamn love tonight. I feel like a hippie, I swear to God. This is great. Um, Bonnie, <laughs> we're running out of time. I need you to fill us in. There's so much has happened in the last couple of weeks, days, hours even, with the Texas Rattlesnake Festival and how it's been developing and all this exciting stuff that's been going on. So can you just give us a quick rundown as to what we can expect so far in these very early stages of planning, aside from the massive groundbreaking announcement that Jackie Bibby is going to be hanging with us and partying with us again. Um, what else have we got going on at the Texas Rattlesnake Festival for next year? Okay, and I'm going to try to make it really quick because I do know we're running out of time. So I just want to say we, say we have an amazing group of people, including um, you, Danny, and Andy, and Kelly, um, the birds out of Houston, along with some others that are just putting together a phenomenal festival. Uh, Ori Martin will be our festival spokesperson again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kelly Hill, of course, will will be a, a festival spokesperson. Mm-hmm. UJR will be there. The lovely Miss Emma Block will be back from uh, the UK to visit oh. with us. We're going to have Jackie will be Jack- there. Jackie and they know, now you know Jackie's coming back. They know Jackie's okay. coming back. She's yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be just there stopping by this time. I'm there for the duration. I'm coming early and staying late. Well, we, we figured we'd bring Emma back to bribe you into it. So. Oh, I'm easily bribed. <laughs> We've got um, phenomenal speakers lined up. We actually have more speakers than we than we need so we're going to be probably doubling up on on presentation um our children's program is going to go way beyond anything that's ever been imagined at texas rattlesnake Which, festival i'm sorry before. i don't i don't want to stop it inter- i don't want to stop and interrupt you but but i have to because it's, it's me um the children's festival since day one of the rattlesnake festival has always been top-notch and phenomenal big kudos to, to adrian and laura for all that they do for the kids because that is really yeah, thank you that is really one of my favorite parts of this festival is how kid-friendly it is and like how much like just you walk out of there i, I still have like 
snake and toy puzzles all over the house from when they came back home. So I, I don't mean to interrupt, but I just want to say kudos to those guys because the kid program is always excellent. But sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, guys. Keep going. That's okay, absolutely. And, you know, they've proven with their own child how, how good they are with educating children. You know, uh, Blake Berg was the Reptile Report uh, Young Herper of the Year. Yes, he was. He's the man. Blake is the man. <laughs> yep. So, but we've got big things going on. We're going to have a huge collection of rattlesnakes uh, from private collections. Uh, we may have some um, very interesting collections coming up out of New Mexico, possibly out of California. Um, it's just, it's going to be insane. It's going to be March 12th and 13th. It's at the Lone Star Expo Center in Conroe, Texas. Be there or be square. Woohoo! We will definitely be there with bells on, loving it, and uh, looking forward to it as usual. It's it's always a good time. And Bonnie, it is it is becoming one of just the most our, our oh, it is one of our favorite yes. premier events of the year. And I think for so many other people around the country now who um, definitely sealed the deal this time around with their second visit, I would just absolutely love it to just good good stuff. And and thank you for working so hard to get the Texas the Texas Rattlesnake Festival off the ground and running and, and evolving into this wondrous thing that's becoming right now. So so thank you very much. And thanks for coming on tonight and, and talking to Jackie and, and Kelly and everybody. Oh, yeah, it's totally been our pleasure. And just to add to that, where else in Texas could you find um, a world-renowned um, name within the Rattlesnake Roundup world associating with the people from the Texas Rattlesnake Festival under one roof? Damn straight, nowhere. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> there are those who said it could not be done, but it's being done. It's being done. That's right, Jackie. And we're making it look good, Jackie. We're making it look damn good. <laughs> <laughs> I try to do more with less than most. <laughs> gotcha. All right, Bonnie, I'm going to let you go, my love. Thank you so much for coming on tonight and filling us in. And we will obviously be keeping everyone abreast of what's going on with the Texas Rattlesnake Festival, including a huge shindig party um, right before it comes up to remind everybody of all the goodness that's going to happen. So we will talk to you soon, Bonnie. Thank you so much, my love. Absolutely. Love you guys. Bye-bye. We love you, too. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. All right, Bonnie Hyatt, Don and Bonnie Hyatt from the Texas Rattlesnake Festival. Well, gentlemen, I feel good about tonight. I know we kind of dilly-daddled all over the place, but we had a lot to talk about. We had a lot of things to cover. Um, Kelly, thank you. Thank you, brother. It's always a pleasure having you here with us. Um, I, thank you for all of your work. Like everyone has said numerous times tonight, um, you've been so key in this, and without you, it wouldn't have happened. So thank you so much, brother, for being there and, and, and for hanging out with us. And Jackie. Absolutely. Oh, Jackie, Jackie, Jackie. I, I love you, man. You, you know that we're huge fans of yours. Um, we absolutely love it. I am really looking forward to spending more time with you and kind of chewing your ear off because I am really fascinated by what you do. I truly am. As much as I'm opposed to a lot of what happens when it comes to snake deaths and, you know, abuse and stuff, I, I am really, truly fascinated by the culture and, you know, what it's come to this point. So I really appreciate you. Thank you very much. Here. Always a pleasure. And I'm really looking forward to uh, getting some of these things done that need to be done and uh, continued uh you know, joint effort between these two factions to uh, manage to get both our agenda further. Absolutely, absolutely. And we're going to just keep making progress because tonight, tonight was a good night, gentlemen. I'm, I'm happy with what we heard tonight. You Thank you me. very much, guys. Uh, and I'm available anytime if y'all need or want something. 
Yeah, hey, we'll Jackie, definitely we'll, take back with you. All right, we'll, we'll, thank talk, you. We'll, we'll talk tomorrow, Jackie, and I'll see you in a couple of weeks. Sounds great, Kelly. Sure. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Uh, bye-bye. He's such a show-off, I swear. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, thank you very much. Have a great evening. <laughs> this is Emily Lock from the Human Sensitive 2, and you're listening to Urban Jungle Radio. <laughs> Join Danny Benzers live every Friday night at 10 p.m. in his quest to bring you the very best in cold blooded entertainment. I'm going to be jungle radio. Ooh, Jackie Baby. Uh, Jackie Baby. Jackie baby, let me rock you, Jackie baby. Let me rock you the tall I want to do. Jackie baby, let me rock you, let me rock you, Jackie baby. Let me rock you because I feel for you. I want to do like a Motown like intro song for him. Okay. Yeah. I think we can work on that. You get like three black chicks singing in the back. Jackie baby. Yeah, I'll, I'll run around the corner right now and grab some. Oh, man. Well, thank you to those guys. It was, it was good to chat with them. And I, I really enjoyed it. Like, you know, unfortunately, I honestly, this kind of, I'll be brutally honest, this type of talk, this type of conversation doesn't really hold well for us here at Urban Jungles Radio in the sense that we, this is the type of thing where we would just need to sit down and talk for like eight hours straight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like meals and drinks and because there's so much to cover, we can't do it in a 90 minute span. And, and there's so much we still need to talk about on top of the fact of just following up. Can you not destroy the freaking studio back there? Thank you. Um, <laughs> we got to get to work on, on, on Bruce Leroy. <laughs> I don't know what his name is going to be. I got to figure out his name. Anyway. Um, yeah, so so we definitely need more dialogue time, and we will get it. We'll get it at the Texas Rattlesnake Festival, and, and we'll get it here in Urban Jungle in little snippets. We'll definitely have Jackie back before then and uh, get it all excited about, about the upcoming uh, festival for next year, which I am, Jenny. It's going to be good, man. It's become, like, such a a part of us. It's yeah. become such a just deeply embroidered part of our being at this point. So, uh, yeah. yeah, we are... Definitely um, part of the Texas Traffic Festival. We will be there, and we will be just loving on everybody who's there. Just, it was a great love fest this year, so thank you guys if you came through. And if you didn't come through, next year is definitely going to uh, be one of the ones you want to check out. So, I don't know. How do you feel about tonight's show, Andy? I think a lot of things were said that um, were definitely uh, mentioned uh, when we went to the Texas Rattlesnake Festival in April. And... Um, the fact that he's holding true right now to his words, you know, we'll, we'll see what, what, what actions come about from it. But, you know, he seems to be, you know, open-minded about it, which is the more important thing. And as he said, you know, it all starts with one step. So he seems to be pretty much holding on to the same ideas and, you know, like he hasn't wavered from them. Which is... and, and the fact that you and him are uh, kindred spirits in that you're both very much attention whores, and I think it works out. I think it works out in, for for the positive. It really does. <laughs> he cracks me up. I have to. I know. I know. He, he, does. he really does crack me up. He's a funny dude. And like this shit, you know. He's like one of those like he's so like the like stereotypical quick witted like Southern boy. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. like he's always got like a good response, and some funny shit comes out of his mouth sometimes. But he's. You know, uh, oh my God, excuse me, I sound like a freaking uh, bronchial patient here because he's dying down after 90 minutes. But, yeah. um, like, he, uh, you know, he, I, I do take him at face value for the most part. So it's always interesting to have conversations with him and, and listen to what he has to yep. say. 
because uh, he hasn't let us down as far as saying being truthful about things. So if that's mean, the case. As of right now, you know, they're, they're just words. So you know, we'll have to see what, what happens when the actions uh, need to be taken. This is true. This is true. We will see, and the clock is ticking, and time will tell. Countdown to extinction has begun. I was trying to come back with some witty saying, but... You know, we're just going to close on that line right there. This concludes another episode of the world-famous Urban Jungles radio show. Let's go back to your home on Poor Island. most importantly to you, our jungle junkies, for tuning in this That's evening and supporting us in all that we do. Don't forget to tune in next Friday night for another episode. And if you missed any of our shows, be sure to download them on iTunes for free. Be sure to like Urban Jungles Radio on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at... UJ Radio. Thank you for listening to Urban Jungles Radio. Danny, did I forget anything? Negatory. I think we covered what we needed to cover this evening on this show. And uh, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. And I want to thank you guys for supporting us. I want to thank Harley Davidson for racing outside of my. I thought that was an air raid siren. Yeah, right. I thought they would duck and cover. I want to thank Don and uh, Bonnie Hyatt, yes, of, course, of course, for always yeah. calling, for uh, giving us the love that, that we appreciate so always, much. We love them always. so much, man. They always give us so much love. They've been such people. huge supporters for, of us from uh, from day one, and we'll always be uh, huge supporters of them. Um, definitely want to thank uh, our man, Ray Autry. We haven't heard from him. In- oh, that's and cool. uh, Kelly, and of course, the man of the hour, uh, Mr. Bibby himself, Jackie Bibby. Jackie Bibby. Jackie Bibby. Let me rock you, Jackie Bibby. That's all I want to do. Jackie Bibby. Let me rock you. Let me rock you, Jackie Bibby. Let me rock you. Feel for you. Ow. Ellie <laughs> <laughs> Danny smacking his five dollars sunglasses. Hey, don't tell people about me blinging and flossing. <laughs> oh my I God! I hate you. I hate you so much <laughs> for using that term. Yes. <laughs> I said floss. <laughs> Goodbye, Doctor Thank you. I love you. Ladies. <laughs>